Good morning, everybody. We have a lower trade in the grain markets here early on Monday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures down eight and a quarter at 5.19. November soybeans down 12 and a half cents at 12.71 and a half. December Chicago wheat down six and a quarter at 7.02 and a half. December Kansas City wheat down seven and a half at 7.05 and a half. December spring wheat down six and a half cents at 8.94. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, appreciate it. Leave me a rating or review if you have not already, especially on that, especially on that Apple app. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. We're really close to getting to 3,000 subscriptions. That would be a nice short-term goal. Uh, longer term, my goal is to get to 5,000. So if you like this content, guys, if you're watching uh, consistently, subscribe to the channel and hit the like button. Um, if you guys need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on grain marketing plan here in the upper right-hand corner for 49 bucks a month. I send out a ton of information to my subscribers. I have an email a newsletter that goes out every business day just before 6.30 a.m. Central Time. That email includes every overnight headline that you need to be aware of, charts, graphics, all the weather information that's relevant to these markets, all of my grain marketing recommendations, uh, cash sales broken down by crop by crop year by percentage. You get my subscriber-only videos and content. In those videos, I really break down a lot of these topics from uh, markets to marketing, all sorts of different topics. This is a monthly subscription service, guys, 49 bucks. It's billed to your credit card. You can cancel it at absolutely any time. There's no other fee. There's no other obligation. And I will not try to sell you anything else. I promise you that. Uh, we have some issues in the outside markets this morning. This is what some people might call a risk off day. Uh, this is the very first thing I'd look at here this morning. The S&P 500 is down 67 points. The Dow Jones is down about 600. So you've got losses of more than one and a half percent in your major U.S. Uh, stock indexes. Some of the global indexes were off worse than that. The uh, uh, European market was off almost 2%. Uh, the Hang Seng was off almost 3%. Two issues here, and, and the biggest one is this company that you've probably not heard about called Evergrande, which is a giant uh, property developer in China, I believe the second largest uh, property developer in China. The company is very likely to default on some of its debt obligations, and there is concern of systemic risk. That's one of the phrases being thrown around here, systemic risk to the uh, Chinese economy. So this has sent at every stock market index there is uh, sharply lower here today. And uh, that doesn't really help you out in regard to the grain markets or any other uh, asset, especially markets like the grains where you've got uh, some fund length. And, and that goes for the corn market in particular. Now, the second thing is that we've got a Fed meeting this week. The Fed will have their uh, two-day meeting uh, tomorrow and Wednesday, and they are very likely to uh, continue to lay the groundwork for some sort of tapering plan. The general consensus is that the Fed is not going to taper their monthly asset purchases until November or December, but still, this is something that the trade becomes uh, concerned about every time it rolls around, and there's the prospect for fresh news uh, regarding tapering or the the, the uh, prospect of tapering. So two issues here, but I, I think the issue regarding this, this company in China, and guys, I'm not an expert on the Chinese economy or anything, but this is a big deal. You're going to hear a lot more about it today. U.S. exporters uh, sold more soybeans to China on Friday, another flash sale of 132,000 metric tons. That was the uh, same amount that we saw on Thursday, so two consecutive days. This followed the cancellations that were announced on Wednesday last week, and I've talked about that at length recently. Uh, China's been a lot more active in the U.S. bean market. Still, I think total purchases, uh, Chinese purchases of U.S. beans for this current marketing year are off. 
about 35% versus last year. And what we have going on now, these issues at the Gulf, which are likely to extend uh, through September into October, certainly that is not positive. Uh, China opted for more Brazilian soybeans in August. Chinese imports of Brazilian beans were up about 11% versus the same month last year in August, while imports of U.S. beans were down sharply. Uh, Brazil sent just over 9 million metric tons of beans in August to China. The U.S. sent only about 17,000. That's Those are fairly normal numbers. The Brazilian number was up and the U.S. number was down, but Brazil is still sending a lot more beans to China in August. Now, you've got more issues as you move forward here. You know, our big export window is post-harvest, of course, and now we've got these delays at the Gulf. So there's a lot of concern regarding, um, you know, the current month, September into October, even parts of November, uh, uh, because of the, the issues at the Gulf, which which could last longer than some people expect. Russian wheat prices rose for a 10th consecutive uh, week, or export prices. Well-followed group ICAR said that Russian export prices rose to $301 per ton, up just uh, marginally from the previous week. Global wheat prices have essentially trended higher since early July. Uh, you had crop issues in the U.S., in Canada, abroad, a lot of areas. So the wheat market uh, globally here domestically has been very, very good. U.S. acreage estimates emerging already. IHS market, uh, uh, this is for next year, pegged 2022 U.S. corn acreage at 94.3 million, which would be above this year's current USDA estimate of 93.3. The group pegged uh, next year's U.S. soybean acreage at 86.6. That would be down from this year's current current USDA estimate of 87.2. And I say current because a lot of people think that this year's acreage estimates are going to be adjusted again in October. And that's something I'll talk about as we get closer to that report. Um, there will be a lot of people that have issues with these estimates, the higher corn acreage estimate in particular, uh, I think because of, of the sharply higher input costs. And that's a debate that that's just getting started here. And we'll hear a lot more about that. Fund traders remain a heavy net long in the corn market. You know, despite all the recent selling, despite the fact that we're getting into the gut slot of harvest here, funds are still long 200,000 contracts of corn, which is really pretty impressive when you think about it. You know, we're we're getting into the middle of harvest here. Funds are long 200,000. Corn's above five bucks. Uh, funds haven't been short the corn market since August of last year. It's really pretty impressive. Uh, the funds have reduced their net length in the soybean market substantially in recent months. Uh, they're still long, and they haven't been short since April of last year. So it's it's uh, fairly impressive here. October grain options expire on Friday. If you have any remaining open positions there, make sure you take a look. Cattle market got beat up a little bit on Friday. Uh, cash cattle didn't do anything uh, drastically different Friday, 123 to 126, uh, depending on the location. The box beef market was lower. Uh, outside markets, again, U.S. dollar is higher. Uh, big sell-off in the stock market. And again, that's going to be your big issue here today. The S&P down 70 points. The Dow Jones down 635. We've got the bonds uh, up almost a full handle. Gold's up 6 bucks. Silver up a little bit. Crude oil is down sharply as well, down $1.57 in the November WTI at 70.24. Everybody have a wonderful day today. I'll talk to you guys same time tomorrow.